Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates, creator of the Cates Academy for Relationship Marketing. In each episode, I interview one of our industry's top performers, getting them to pass on their secrets to success to you, so that you can impact more lives and generate more income. Now, on to the show. Hey, Bill Cates here. You know, usually I interview a top advisor or a consultant in the industry, but today is going to be a little bit different. Today, you just get me, and I think you're going to find this very helpful. Today, we're going to talk about your mindset, your thinking, your beliefs, your assumptions around referrals, around introductions, a little bit around client acquisition. You know, because we're human, we have limiting beliefs, we have mistaken assumptions, and I want to explode a few of those for you here today. I'm going to go back and forth sharing some slides. If you're watching the video, if you're just listening, then don't worry about it. You're not missing that much. Uh, so let's, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, I'm going to share my screen here. And so, you know, why referrals? Why, why do we even talk about referrals? Well, you probably all know the answer to this, but just to make sure, if I had to summarize the last 30 years of the work I've been doing in this industry uh, into a couple of words, it would be borrowed trust. Referrals, introductions work because we, we take the borrowed trust, we use, we leverage the borrowed trust that exists in, in a relationship and then build our own trust. Uh, sometimes the referral, the introduction carries a lot of trust with it and takes us all the way to the finish line. We acquire, acquire the new client and sometimes it just gets our foot in the door. All right. Um, and you know, what happens, of course, everything gets easier. It's easier to get folks on the phone. It's easier to set appointments. Conversion ratio is higher. The win ratio from prospect to client, your clients, your new clients are more likely to follow your recommendations. Why? Because their friend, their colleague, their family member also followed your recommendations. There's that borrowed trust again. Uh, if you want to move your business in a certain direction to more affluent clients or clients in a specific target market, then you can certainly use the referral introduction uh, process to do that. And studies have shown that clients that come into a financial practice through a referral or an introduction are about two and a half times more likely to provide a referral, make an introduction. So referrals beget referrals, everything gets easier. And I guess you could say the reason that referrals or introductions really work, it's because how your prospect wants to meet you, right? The types of people you want to meet, most of them would prefer to meet you from someone else they already trust. So you've heard me use the word referrals and introductions kind of interchangeably, but let's focus a little bit on the word introduction because that's what we need these days, right? We need to get connected to this new prospect of ours. So I recommend that when you're with a client, a prospect, a center of influence, anyone who has the ability to connect you to someone else, please favor the you, the word introductions. How would you like to introduce me to George? Let's talk about how you introduced me to Laura so we can you know, make it feel comfortable for everybody and at least attract her interest if we're lucky, right? So we're favoring the word introductions. And you know, getting more referrals, getting more introductions to high quality clients is not just about asking. Now, asking is a component and I certainly teach a, a very effective way to do that. It's about building a culture 
a culture of introductions, a culture of uh, engaged clients. And as you learn more about my process and my system, you'll learn more about what I mean by that. I'll give you a few examples. Uh, you're listening to this podcast, uh, so you already know about Top Advisor Podcast. I want you to go and listen to episode number six uh, with a great interview with Katrina and Diana who have built uh, a buy referral only business. They only work through referrals and it's a successful business through referrals. You know, I've met a lot of folks who say they're referral only, but they're not necessarily having the success that they want. That's one of the reasons they come to me. But these gals have actually done that. And uh, so I think you're going to find episode six very, very helpful. And then also, I want to uh, point you toward episode number 28 with Tyson Vine. Uh, Tyson told me this. He says that when, when he purposely went to referral only uh, a few years ago, his close rate went to about 90, 95%. I don't like the word close rate. I like to say win rate, right? Conversion rate. But he, it is possible to create uh, a very successful, very robust business through referrals, introductions only, and sometimes without even asking for them. And, and please remember this and share this with other folks, maybe folks a little more junior in the business than you might be. And that is cold calls are God's punishment <laughs> for uh, your failure to get more referrals and introductions, or I could also say bad leads, right? We know that leads are generally a recipe for mediocrity in this business. So uh, let me give you a sense of my system. We're going to touch on a little bit of it here today. Uh, and, and, and it, it kind of goes like this. We, we start with a mindset, a mindset of client multiplication, a mindset of client leverage of that borrowed trust. And then we think in terms of engagement, we create engaged clients, clients who feel engaged with our value and feel engaged with us as individuals. And then we leverage that, right? We take that borrowed trust, we leverage it to be appropriately proactive, to promote introductions, to ask for introductions without being needy, without being pushy or begging. And then we get connected, right? We turn that willingness to refer into an actual introduction, into, into an actual connection. And that's really all you need to remember is your thinking, your mindset, and then engagement, leverage, and connection. So let's get to your mindset, which is really the main focus of today's uh, uh, program. Uh, because like I said earlier, we're humans, we have limiting beliefs, we have mistaken assumptions, and I want to make sure you're your perspective and thinking is in the right place. So you really can build a very robust business through introductions from clients. So we start with my definition of financial leadership because it all stems from this. My definition is helping people make financial decisions that are in their best interest that they wouldn't make without you, right? Helping people make financial decisions that are in their best interest that they wouldn't make without you. You see, the work you do is important and you know the work you do is important and you know that people put off doing the work that you suggest that you, the processes you put people through. So we want to make sure that we understand that we take a leadership role in our clients' lives. And that's really the value. That's why we get paid pretty well for the work we do is by taking that leadership role and questioning their assumptions. And what happens in that, not only do we do great work for our clients, important work, but we become actually more referable in that process because uh, people appreciate that. Uh, want to send us over to others and, and help them with that. So that that's the main uh, the main thing of what kind of colors this whole uh, conversation we're having. It, is, it all comes from this belief in the value that we bring. So uh, referral mindset, introduction mindset, uh, client acquisition, client multiplication mindset. I have a lot of words, phrases I give to this. It's it's 
thinking in terms of the lifetime value of your client. Now, what's the lifetime value of your client? Well, certainly it's the business you can do with them over a lifetime, and that can be substantial in a lot of cases, and that's good. It's important. It's good work. But it's not just that. It's also who they can introduce you to over a lifetime. But if you're not thinking in those ways, if you're not thinking of lifetime value, then you're going to miss opportunities without question. So here are some questions I want to encourage you to ask prospects from the very beginning, brand new relationships that will help you create more context. And the more context you have about your prospects and clients, the better you can serve them. You know that. And also start to create a bit of an inventory of other people that you might be able to serve as well. And you might be able to ask and be proactive for introductions to those folks. So here's a question I assume you're asking. I sure hope you're asking. Who are people in your life who are most impacted by the financial decisions you make? Right. And that's a natural question to ask. And we learn about other people in our clients' lives. It could be their children, could be siblings, could be special charities and organizations, could be parents, all kinds of folks. Right. But here's a question you may not be asking, and that who are people in your financial world that are making decisions or who may make decisions that impact you? Siblings, children, parents, other folks. Right. Are you asking that question and therefore creating more context for your relationship with your prospects and clients so you can serve them better and starting to build that all important inventory? Uh, next one. Here we go. Who are some folks in your life who, who, who you respect the financial decisions they've made? Maybe they retired well, or, you know, they've saved a lot of money or there's, they're not living beyond their means and, and living very successfully. Right. Again, you're going to learn about their relationship to financial decisions. They're going to, you're going to give you some insight into what they consider successful financial decisions and possible people that you can meet down the road. Now, if it's, a, if it's a business owner or a professional, does your industry have an association or a professional uh, society? Uh, are they active in that association or society? And if they are, then you know that's a possible resource to speak, to do a presentation. You should never forget about that opportunity, as well as other people you might be introduced to, especially if they've taken a leadership role in that organization over the years. They probably know a lot of people. And also, are they involved in any charity, community service, philanthropic interests? Again, that's important for you to know as an advisor. And it also gives you opportunities for speaking engagements and for other people that you might be able to introduce. So you can see how all the questions that you ask early on in a brand new relationship or throughout the course of a relationship can help you not just serve your clients better, create that incredible lifetime value, but also help you get introduced to other people. Uh, who are your other trusted advisors? You want to know who's their uh, accountant, attorney. Sometimes they're not happy with those folks and you can feed your network of accountants and attorneys and others, right? Who, who do they go to to help make decisions? And you might need to get them involved in some of your recommendations, right? So think in terms of lifetime value of your client, not just the business you can do with them over a lifetime, but also who they can introduce you to over a lifetime. I want you to think in terms of providing, giving referrals, making introductions. Introductions, You know the phrase, uh, as you give, you receive. It's true in all aspects of our life. Uh, and so I want to ask you, do you see yourself as a connector? Do you see yourself as someone who makes connections, provides introductions? You know, to provide introductions, to give referrals, it's 
it can be perceived as a risk. You never know exactly what's going to happen because humans are involved, right? Uh, I had a, a guy come up to me, a guy named Eric came up to me after a presentation. This was a little bit before COVID hit. I was in Nashville, I'll never forget. He came up and he says, you know, Bill, I think I figured out why I don't like to ask for, for referrals. And I said, well, lay it on me, Eric. What do you think? He says, I don't like to give them. I, I've always been reluctant to do that. I don't want something to go wrong. I said, yep, you figure it out, right? There's a disconnect. So how are you going to create that culture of people willing to take that little bitty risk of introducing you to others if you're not willing to do it yourself? So see yourself as a connector. You're connecting your colleagues, you're connecting clients, you're connecting prospects, you're connecting centers of influence. You just have that mindset of looking to serve people through making connections. Having a process. And if you stay with me long enough through the Top Advisor podcast and some of the other work I do, you're going to learn my process. Uh, and it's like playing pool. If you played pool, you know what I'm talking about. I got the cue ball, the four ball, the side pocket. I'm aiming the cue ball uh, to hit the four ball into the side pocket. I'm trying to make the shot, right? But I'm also trying to do something else, aren't I? I I'm thinking in terms of the next shot. In pool, they call it the leave. I want to leave the, that cue ball in position for the next shot. Well, shouldn't that be our attitude around client acquisition? We bring a prospect into our world. We turn them into a client. If it's a match, if it's a good fit, we make the shot. That's good. That counts. But if we don't have a process to leverage that, where's the next client going to come from? Wishing and hoping? <laughs> Not a good strategy. For some folks, we need to turn that wishbone into a, a referral wishbone into a referral backbone. But having a process in place uh, actually makes everything a lot easier. And that, and that borrowed trust starts to take over, right? And the trust of one leads to the acceptance by many. And one can lead to two and two can lead to four and four can lead to eight. If you want to create incremental growth, serve your clients well. And I'm sure you're doing that already. At least I hope so. But if you want to create exponential growth, if you want to have a mindset for client multiplication, you need to think in terms of having a process to leverage that great service and those great relationships. Do you believe that asking for introductions is safe or risky? Well, you know, most people believe it's risky. That's why they don't do it. Uh, and that's a mistaken belief. It's a limiting belief for sure. Stick around with me through this podcast and others, and we'll, we'll, we'll get you to that place where you feel comfortable, hopefully. And, you know, the good news is there's a way to be proactive without looking like that cheesy referral guy that nobody wants to look like. But see, think of it this way. If you're not thinking in terms of lifetime value and you have a client that's talking about someone else in their life, but you also believe that asking is risky, then there could be an opportunity right in front of you and, and you won't step into that opportunity, right? Because of your limiting or mistaken beliefs. What I found is for a lot of folks, there's like a switch inside the brain that has to flip, right? Uh, some people are natural around this, but most people I've worked with over 30 years are not natural. And you got to have that, that switch inside the brain, brain go from off to on in terms of making this 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 happened. And let, let me give you an, a very specific example based on an interview I, I did with a gentleman, Al Fox, out of Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Uh, Al, by the way, in uh, 2020, yeah, the year that COVID kind of hit the fan, uh, went over the billion dollar mark in assets. Uh, so he's obviously doing very well. When I met Al, he had about 350 million in assets under management. But he was already very successful. But what he realized, that, that switch in the brain 
that happened for him is once you realize that he didn't have to make it about him, it wasn't the old methodology that some people get taught. Let me tell you how I get paid. I get paid in two ways, or I'm trying to build my business. I could really use your help. When he stopped making it about him or realizing he didn't have to make it about him and made it about the value and the financial leadership and all the other good things we're talking about here, then everything just clicked for him. He became more proactive. Clients were happy to, to introduce him to others. He just had to be more appropriately proactive. And, and obviously, he's doing very well. So that switch inside the brain. Do you believe your value is worth sharing? Now, you probably do. I sure hope you do. What's the evidence of that? Well, the evidence is that at least some of your clients are introducing you to others, are, are giving you those referrals. Unsolicited referrals are barometer of this, barometer of your referability, barometer that at least some people believe your value is worth sharing. And I sure hope you believe that. You know, some people believe that asking for help is a sign of weakness. Uh, my wife's a little like that. Uh, when I first met her, I remember many years ago, I offered to help her with a project she was working on, something around the house. Uh, and she said, she looked at me, says, you know, if I need your help, I'd ask for it. And I go, oh, okay. And, and I did it one more time. I touched that hot stove one more time and then realized, all right, if she wants my help, needs my help, she'll ask for it right now. Sometimes I let her know, Hey, I'm in the other room. I'm watching the game. It's not an important game. You know, I just, I'm here, if, you know, if you need any assistance, uh, that's about as far as I go now. But what psychologists will tell you, if you suffer from this a little bit, that the willingness to ask for help is actually a sign of high ego strength, right? It's a sign of strength that letting other people know that you haven't figured it all out yourself. And in this case, because we're taking that financial leadership role, we're looking for help. We're asking for help to help others, right? We want to pay it forward. They see the value. They like us, they trust us. Sometimes they want to help us too, not just their friends, family, and, and colleagues, right? So this is kind of bringing this mindset all together to, to this last item is I, when I'm in front of a, a presentation, doing presentations, and if you're part of a group, by the way, you're ever looking for a speaker, someone to come out and present in person or uh, virtual, just, you know, let me know. I'd love to do that. I always ask the group, you know, I say I blank to get referrals, and the first thing I usually hear is I love to get referrals. And of course, everybody loves. Uh, occasionally, I'll hear I beg to get referrals. I go, no, no, this is a no begging zone. That's not allowed. Uh, now, sometimes someone's paying attention and says, I give to get referrals. I go, good. You know, I had a boy, I had a girl. Uh, and then sometimes I hear I forget. Now, when someone tells me they forget, what they're really telling me is they lack the confidence you see, this is not rocket science. This is about confidence. And if you don't feel confident about something, what do you feel? Well, doubt, uncertainty, certainly lack of action. And how do you become confident with something that you weren't confident with before? Well, you learn a process, you learn a system, which, is, which comes out in my top advisor podcast and other tools that we have, certainly, that uh, we'd love to see you take advantage of. But so you learn a process, first of all, and then you practice. And, you know, most people in this industry just don't practice enough. I've seen people practice their golf game a whole lot more than they'll practice their profession. And so that's how you go from low confidence to high confidence to then 
taking action, right? If you don't have clarity in what you need to do and then the confidence to do it, you won't take that action. And then you're going to miss a lot of opportunity. Now, I, I think in terms of expectation, I expect to get referrals, introductions. Now, I don't recommend you say to prospects, I expect you to introduce me to people. I, I don't subscribe to that. It's pretty aggressive. It's, it's a mindset. It's an attitude. It's an internal way of thinking of confident awareness. First of all, you're confident of the value that you provide, right? We've touched on that a lot already. And then you're aware of the connections, the lifetime value stuff we've talked about, right? Confident awareness. And when you have that confident awareness, your world changes, right? What you put your attention on grows stronger in your life. What you focus on tends to grow. And so when you start to look for those opportunities, they're in front of you every day, just about. You just have to have the right mindset, the willingness, maybe a little courage to step in there a few times, right? Be well-practiced. It gives you the confidence as well. So, you know, look, are, are, you, are you dabbling in this or are you committed to referrals, to introductions? Most people dabble. Most people know what to do with it when they trip over it. But very few people have made the full-on commitment to build their business through the way most of their clients want to meet them in the first place. So what's next? What's next for you? What's next for a top advisor podcast? Well, a reminder of the system, right? Mindset, engagement, leverage, connection. And if you keep that engagement, leverage, connection wheel going, you'll never lack for quality prospects coming into your, into your world, right? You find a way to be proactive without pushing, <laughs> without begging like this little dog, right? You, you, you become a black belt. You bust through all the, the limitations that you may perceive around this. And then you get connected, right? You turn that willingness into a solid connection. So I hope you found this helpful. We touched mostly on the thinking, the mindset, Stick around with Top Advisor uh, Podcast. Certainly, you're going to learn a lot of technique, a lot of strategies that a lot of other successful advisors are doing. I'll impart some of my uh, teachings along the way. If you want to go a little deeper, you know, just go to referralcoach.com, referralcoach.com. Uh, we have a lot of free resources there, by the way, which is a good way to get started with us. And that's referralcoach.com forward slash resources, referralcoach.com forward slash resources. And then also we have a great tool. It's a fairly new tool. Uh, that's a great introduction to the work I do. You're going to find it very helpful uh, and it's very, very affordable. It's called rapid fire referrals, rapid fire referrals that we're providing uh, a discount, a, a fee reduction, I should say, the folks who listen to Top Advisor podcast. So if you go to rapidfirereferrals.com, that's rapidfirereferrals.com, and then you use the code RFR100, RFR100, then you actually save $100 off of the already pretty affordable fee. It's $297, and then the RFR100 brings it down to $197. 52 very short videos that you're going to get one a week for 52 weeks. Uh, you're going to find this very, very helpful in keeping the mindset and the technique and the strategies going. So Bill Cates, leaving you with the question I always like to leave, who are you going to be introduced to today? Right? Have the mindset, have the willingness to act. Who are you going to be introduced to today? Thanks for stopping by. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. Proudmouth. 
Tired of chasing potential clients? We help you spend less time selling and more time advising by amplifying your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. Thank you for listening to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I encourage you to visit my website, referralcoach.com, for links to my books, online courses, and to register for the Cates Academy.